Welcome again to the Praxis Daily Podcast. I'm Pastor Ed, and this devotional time is designed to create space for scripture, for meditation, and for prayer, all towards the application of God's Word into our daily lives. Today's Tuesday, it's June 21st, and our scripture reading comes from Acts chapter 10, verses 1 through 8. And it says, At Caesarea, there was a man named Cornelius. He was a centurion of what was known as the Italian cohort, a devout man who feared God with all his household. He gave alms generously to the people and prayed continuously to God. About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God come in and say to him, Cornelius. And he stared at him in terror and said, What is it, Lord? And he said to him, Your prayers and your alms have ascended as a memorial before God. And now send men to Joppa and bring one Simon, who is called Peter. He is lodging with one Simon, a tanner, whose house is by the sea. And when the angel who spoke to him had departed, he called two of his servants and a devout soldier from among whom those who attended him. And having related everything to them, he sent them to Joppa. Take a moment to consider the details of this man Cornelius our story is opening up with here in Acts chapter 10. Cornelius is a Roman citizen. He's a member of the military, um, a, a, a leader of the military. And it says of him that he feared God. It says that he and his household, they generously gave and that they prayed continuously uh, to God. See, he was, he was honestly and sincerely seeking God until this one day an angel is sent and appears before him and gives him these instructions to go get Peter. Send someone and bring this man, Peter, to your home. Tells him where he's going to find him, where the house is located by the sea in the city of Joppa. And even though Cornelius was genuinely seeking God, he was a devout man who feared God and prayed to him continuously, there was still a need for him to come to the realization and the understanding of Jesus Christ and who he was and find that true salvation uh, was found in him and him alone. He sincerely uh, followed God. He honored God. But there was still a lack. He did not have the knowledge that Jesus Christ was the one in whom salvation was found and the one who could bring Cornelius and his whole household to be with God forever. And this is interesting for us to to think about and so important for us to grasp. No matter how genuinely we believe something, there is that hard truth, that absolute truth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and truly is the only way, truth, and life. There is one way to the Father, and no man can come to the Father except through Jesus Christ, his Son. And so what we're seeing here in the book of Acts and in this story with Cornelius is we're seeing God bring together in supernatural ways People who have the message of the good news, who know who Jesus is, 
God is bringing them together with those people who are seeking him. Those people who are open and ready to receive the good news. He is connecting these two together. If you think about it, you know, if you have people who are willing and able to spread the gospel, but there is no one there to receive it, the church doesn't grow. There's no growth. There's no multiplication. And then looking at the other way around, if you have people that are open and ready to hear, they want to receive the gospel of Jesus Christ, but there is no one to preach it. There's no one to tell them the news. Again, there is no growth. There's no connection here. But in in these early days of the church, God is now connecting those two parties together, the ones who have the good news, the ones who are seeking it. And God is bringing those together to connect and close the gap. And what we see time and time again is those who receive the message of salvation then become the carrier and the giver of the message of salvation. This happens from community to community. And this is how the Lord is adding to their number daily, how the church is growing and multiplying because those receiving the message, more and more people every day become the carriers of the message to spread it to even more and more people. And so the church grows exponentially. And this really illuminates to us the importance how critical it is for us as receivers of this good news to now become the givers, the tellers, the sharers of this good news to those people that God brings to us to connect the people who sincerely want it and seek it with the ones who have received it. You know, it reminds me of Romans chapter 10. There's two verses there, Romans 10, 14 and 15 that say this. How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone to preach, someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the good news. It's so important for us to remember that having received the good news of Jesus Christ, embraced by his love and receiving his salvation, that we now have become a sent people. Don't forget Jesus' prayer in John 17. When he prayed for the, the disciples, he said, I pray not that you take them out of this world, but that you be with them and you protect them. We are people here now on mission. We know where we are headed. Our destiny is secure. And yet our purpose remains here on this earth until he takes us to that eternal dwelling place. And so if we have received the message of the gospel, then therefore we have been sent to carry that message here to those the Lord brings before us. So may we be those people who are willing and able and ready to share the good news with those uh, in the world who need it so desperately. Father, today I thank you for those who you have sent to us to teach us and tell us the good news of Jesus Christ, your Son. We thank you for those messengers, Lord, who carried your truth. And we thank you, Father, 
for inviting us to be with you, for healing us and strengthening us day by day, and imparting to us your Holy Spirit that we might share your good news in power and in truth, that we might be conformed to the image of your Son, that we might bring glory to your name. Thank you for transforming us. And now we are not only receivers, but we are participants, partaking in communion with you and partnering with you as you reach to as you as you seek to uh, share the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ throughout the entire world. So, Lord, I pray that uh, we would be aware um, and in tune with who you are placing before us to share the good news, and also uh, that Holy Spirit, you would give us the words to speak, the simple yet powerful words to speak, to share and reach people right where they are at. Lord, today we look to you and we want to see your kingdom advance. We want to see you glorified and we want to see the lost, the hurting, the broken, to be found, to be healed, to be made whole, uh, and to know the abundant life that you intended for them. And so we love you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, family, remember to... Keep on loving anyway, any way that you are able, no matter the cost and regardless of what you get in return, the same way Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior does.